Welcome to the West Rapids Podcast. Our guest today has been part of ISD 318 for 14 years. He's a fifth grade teacher and an all-around great guy. Hello, everybody. This is Mr. Lindner from West Rapids Elementary. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to our podcast. One of our goals of this podcast is to meet various members of our school community and get to know them better. Our guest today is Mr. Myers. He is one of our fifth grade teachers. Mr. Myers is a solid rock of a person who is always grounded and real. He is always up for a laugh and a practical joke. Welcome, Mr. Myers. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's, uh, that is a... Uh, um fantastic introduction i'm not sure i live up to that but well, i think you do <laughs> um all right let's get started with some of our questions today so some of our listeners to get to know you a little better we'll start with some easy ones for you sure so and they're always the same but big movie guy so what is your favorite movie and why uh well um it it is not a star wars movie so it's probably gonna i can let respect you that um uh, I I had to. Uh, it's hard to narrow down, but I narrowed it down to the outlaw Josie Wales, uh, just uh, because um, the thing I really like about that movie is it ties um, uh, history of the Civil War and the post Civil War uh, historical period. Not to nerd out too much, but um, <laughs> uh, a period of time that I think is kind of forgotten a lot, yeah. and so. Uh, it ties that in with the whole Western movie format, and I'm just uh, also just a huge Clint Eastwood fan. Yeah. So, yeah. If you didn't name a Western, I probably would have been disappointed. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. Number go- two, yep, Pale Rider. Uh, yeah, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't go Star Wars, because I would want you to do a Western. That's, <laughs> that's outstanding. Actually, I was just talking to my son yesterday, and I was, he's 11 now, and I'm like, I think it might be time for you to watch Rocky. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, one of those classic you know, movies. Absolutely. Yep. Anyway. All right. Uh, so I always put this in there, though. Not everybody's a Star Wars fan, but I always ask this question. What is your favorite Star Wars quote? So for, uh, I, I had to dig a little bit. I wanted to get a little deeper than, you know, all the overly tired ones. Right. So, um. Uh, and I can't remember which uh, Star Wars it came from, but it stuck in my head that there was a scene where um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is speaking, and he said, strike me down, and I will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. That's right. And I remember, yeah, that being just a really powerful moment in, in that movie. So That's yeah. for New Hope. That's from is episode it? four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure, when Vader and Obi-Wan are dueling for the last time and later yep. strikes down Obi-Wan and uh, he does become more powerful because he then helps Luke through the whole transition so right. yeah that's a really good quote mm-hmm. excellent thanks for sharing that one mm-hmm. alright this next question I'm really curious about to find the answers to this too because you've been in the district now for 14 years and it's always fun to find out where people come from and what they've kind of done in their life so Tell us a little bit about where you are from and how you ended up in your journey to get to West Rapids Elementary. Sure. Um, 
So first of all, I grew up uh, born and raised in Hill City, not, uh, not too far from here, and uh, I graduated from there. And after college, I um, got my first teaching job in Floodwood. Mm -hmm. And so I taught um, f uh, first grade for one year in Floodwood. That was an adventure, first year. They taught me more than I taught them, I'm sure. And and uh, and then I taught fifth grade in Floodwood for nine more years. So. Okay. And then after that, um, my wife and I, uh, after we got married, um, we, had, we had settled in the Grand Rapids area. And so um, always liked living around Rapids. And um, then once we, um, once we had kids and those kids uh, started reaching school age, it was just the logical step for me to get rid of that 40 mile drive every day to Floodwood. So yeah. um, uh, it's possibly uh, partly for selfish reasons, just uh, from a family standpoint, we uh, looked for a way to make that happen. So um, getting into ISD 318 was the next logical step. So um, yeah. That's what led me here. Now, you haven't, but what schools have you been at in ISD 318? I know you've been to a couple different schools yeah. here, too. Yeah, uh, so I, when I first started here, I was in Cohasset yeah. um, for for uh, five years after Steve Lavalier retired. That was my, that was my in over at Cohasset, so yeah. I felt very blessed to to uh, get in over there, and, and um, it worked out great um, all around, and then from there, I... Um, I taught fourth grade there, and then I, I kind of wanted to get back to the fifth grade level because that's what I was, um, I guess, what I liked best and what I was most comfortable with. So I had a chance to move up to the middle school, fifth grade, and uh, spent six years there, and now here I am at West. So yeah, yep. so it's been a it's been a circle, but I've also enjoyed it because I've gotten to know a ton of people in the district. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great opportunity. Yep. So I was trying to do the math over here. So is that 22 years total education then? So, well, 10 at Floodwood, 5 at, at uh, Cohasset, 6 at the middle school, and then this would be the third year here, correct? So 24, 24 years? This is my 24th. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's great. So, yeah. You're a wily veteran, Mr. Myers. That's <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yep. I mean, yeah. So you've kind of been all around this region. Floodwood, Glasset, our yeah. gems here. That's really neat. All right. Okay. A couple of medium, a couple of meaty questions here for you. What is one thing about being a teacher that you didn't expect in the last 24 years or maybe recently even? I think overall, and we're, um, uh, we're in the thick of it right now. Um, I uh, I was always surprised, and this this hasn't really changed uh, very much over all that time. The uh, stretch of time that that uh, happens at school between January and May, mm -hmm. and what a um, what a draining and grueling <laughs> uh, grueling trip that can be. Yeah. And so um, you know every year knowing that it's coming and, and uh, but at the same time being prepared for it. And right. also, um, you know, uh, yeah, I guess that I, I still remember my first few years thinking, wow, boy, this is, this is where the rubber really hits the road and, yes. and where you have to, it really stretches you. And not only, 
you know, teachers, students as well, you yeah. know, big time. So yeah. for those of you who are listening, we're recording this podcast on March 24th. So we're right in the doldrums yeah, of right uh, in the, the school year here. Middle of that stretch. So yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That I actually um, work as an adjunct professor for Saint Scholastica and I teach new teachers in the profession. And I tell mm-hmm. them a lot about this time of year, how difficult it is on students, parents, teachers, administrators, right. oh, everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody. It, uh, but once you get through it, and that spring finally sprung in May, yep. you know, it gets... It's it, a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's good. Uh, let's see. What is the biggest challenge right now, like right now in your role, and how are you tackling it? Um... I would say by far the biggest challenge for me um, is because I've been at this for a few years now, or quite a few years, I guess, um, keeping it fresh. So, um, you know, as far as um, just uh, keeping my approach fresh and not, uh, I guess the best way to put it would be to avoid getting in too many ruts and trying new things. Um, it doesn't always have to be wildly different for me. That can be as easy as, um, making sure I'm reading a half a dozen new, um, fifth grade level books every year to, to stay familiar with, uh, new things that I can throw in and use, uh, in the classroom. Um, whether that's a lit circle book or, or a read aloud book or, or whatever. So. Um, you know, um, staying fresh with that kind of stuff. And also it helps now that I'm teaching with younger colleagues. Um, most of them now are, are, or a lot of them are younger than myself, being able to get, uh, leverage their new ideas and get some new things from them. That's that's great. Yeah. And one thing you, I know you've heard me say this before. I always tell our staff, it's okay to fail. Just fail forward. Try new things. Yep. You know, put yourself out there a little bit. Try yeah. something different. It's okay. Um, and I would also, I would echo that. In the past couple of years in our district, we've added some new things, some new screeners, some new assessments, some different strategies. And uh, as a veteran teacher 24 years, you've embraced those, mm-hmm. and you've embraced the data, and you're looking at it, and you're making adjustments, and you're trying new things like close reads. And yep. um, that's great. That's what we need to have happen. So right. I, I, think, I would agree. That keeping it fresh is important mm-hmm. and trying new things, not being afraid to fail. Yeah, and it also um, it has to be very intentional because if you don't approach it that way, it'll never happen. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So, in your opinion, what's the most important personality trait someone will need to have to be successful in your job? Oof. That <laughs> uh, that's deep, uh, but. Um, probably from a personality trait viewpoint, uh, for sure, I would have to say perseverance, number one. Um, you know, just, uh, uh, because it is such a day to day and, and, uh, one day builds on the next and you do that over and over again, uh, throughout the course of a whole school year. Um, just that perseverance factor. Um, what I see is one of the biggest, um, hurdles to overcome uh, in our profession is the fact that um, we don't get to see the final product of our efforts uh, for 
many years. Right. Uh, you know, um, if you once you've been in it long enough, it is very so rewarding to meet former students who are now uh, in college, in careers, having their own families. Um, you know, and being able to see the true end product, and even then, it's not an end product. Right. Um, so you know, it's not. Uh, that's. Um, I guess for me, perseverance. It all comes back to that because um, you're just you're just a part of the tunnel. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really wise. That's how to expect of a veteran teacher. That's a good perspective. Perseverance. Mm-hmm. And we're not here every day making widgets. Right. Yeah, we don't get yep. to see the end result. No. Often you can't never. stand back and watch watch a building that you built yeah. in the last two weeks. You know that's it's not how it works. Yeah. So that's really yeah. good. Thanks for so, sharing that. That's yeah. really wise. Oh, let's see. Did you always want to be a teacher? Actually, yes. Okay. And Good. to be honest, it's very not inspiring. Uh, <laughs> but um, when I was, yeah, in high school and and approaching the end of that and the question of what do you do next, well, I was very not creative. Mm-hmm. So let's just put it that yeah. way. So. Uh, I come from a whole family that's uh, immersed in education uh, from uh, so many family members, extended family members uh, that were teachers, administrators, just uh, our whole family generally um, more teachers than anything else. And so um, being I was growing up, uh, uh, being I grew up immersed in that whole thing, it just... Uh, kind of made sense. That was a logical next step. So I, uh, anyway, not like I say, not very inspiring. But at the same time, um, it was a whole family thing. So that's that's really good. Yeah, it's in your blood. Yeah, <laughs> evidently. So yeah, meant to be. I like that. That's really good. Because I come from a family of no teachers. Okay. And my brother and I are both teachers. Ironically, we marry teachers, but sure, we come from. So it's just interesting how different people have different routes to get there you know right yeah it's really good mm-hmm. i think i know the answer to this question but i'm gonna ask it because i want everybody else to know <laughs> but what is your favorite type of music to listen to oh um definitely uh i'm a country and a classic rock guy yeah so and not so much the newer country very um i guess i'm showing my age a little bit but um you know uh more more rooted in in uh some of the um you know a uh, little bit more what's considered retro now yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah so well, didn't you recently travel somewhere to a country concert like yeah a, yes i did in yeah. fact uh so uh whether people think it's crazy or not my wife actually and all uh she's uh she had a very great idea and decided to spring it on me as a surprise we flew to um, made a little little short trip to Little Rock, Arkansas, to watch Dwight Yoakam. So live, and uh, <laughs> so that was that. Uh, if I'm old enough to have a bucket list, I guess that was one of them. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So that should tell you a lot about my musical interests. Yeah. So. When I think of when I think of Mr. Myers and music, I think of classic country music, the twangy guitar. <laughs> exactly. you know? Yeah, for sure. That's yep. your jam. That's good. All right. So kind of the last question we have for you today, this is going to be an interesting one I think for people, people too, is what does Mr. Myers do when you're not at school? Well, this, uh, 
This has changed quite a bit um, uh, throughout the years, but uh, it you know a lot of it besides the typical northern Minnesota hunting, fishing that that's all almost a given. It seems like yeah. at times, but anything outdoors, so you know hunting, fishing, uh, working in the woods. Um, uh, we heat our home with firewood, so that keeps uh, that's a that's a pastime that. Um, crazy or not uh, I enjoy it yeah. so yeah I get out and get out and cut firewood and uh, there's something to be said for preparing for the come uh, coming year you know kind of putting stuff up uh, we do maple syrup every spring you know and that kind of thing so that's that's all uh, building things garage projects uh, now as the kids have gotten older I found out that uh, suddenly when they get driver's licenses and uh, part-time jobs uh dad suddenly has a lot of extra time on his hands so which um i've been embracing right yeah it's been a uh it's funny to shift back to that but it has been um refreshing so to speak that way too yeah so that's uh, really good yeah yeah i know mr myers and i talk a lot about outdoor stuff and we're both like to talk about hunting and stuff so i knew that was one of your passions mm -hmm. um and there is something to be said I would agree with the physical labor piece. Because a lot of times in our job, we don't get that. So, Absolutely. you know, to go out, cut down some trees, chop some wood, work with our hands. You know, it's nice to do that kind of stuff because it's people, the complete opposite of yeah. what, what you do here every day. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks, Mr. Myers. Well, thank you. I want no. you to know we greatly appreciate all the hard work you put in here at West Rapids. And I'm going to say your silent leadership around campus. I mean, people look up to you as a veteran and a leader. And we appreciate you having you here. and appreciate all you do for the school and our kids. Sure. So, thank well, you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Oh, this is fun. Good. All right. Well, please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming platform. And never miss another episode of the West Rapids Podcast. Thank you for listening today. This is Mr. Lindner. And don't forget to be responsible, respectful, safe, and kind in all aspects of your life. And carry with you the Thunderhawk pride no matter where you go.